It's the Craggy Rugby Podcast. It's the final round of the Champions Cup. Pat Lamb is back in town along with Kieran Marmy and Danny. It's a bit cold, not as cold as it has been. The wind is blowing, but uh, should be a good game. Pallock need five points. Are they going to get them? I think they will. Uh, it's bitterly cold. It's, again, a nice breeze. No rain for the moment, but uh, yeah, look, it's, it's, it's gearing up for a, a, a really good game. Two teams that want to play a bit of rugby. Uh, two teams that need to play a bit of rugby, really. Yeah, because I get, kind of have to win and get five points for an idea of any sort of point. But if we do that, then Bristol are out as well. They get no European rugby, so like it really is a shootout. Um, we're in the clan stand, which has been sort of marked off a little bit because there's a whole lot of VIPs here because we're in the Dexcom Stadium. And I believe there's a certain Taoiseach going to arrive tonight and they've marked it off. My spot, I've been standing here for 25 years and they marked it off, I can't believe it. Anyway, we sort of moved it a little bit and got into our spot. <laughs> but um, hopefully they'll, uh, we'll give them an experience that they'll uh, appreciate what Connacht fans are all about. Tyke McElroy, Formwell and Leon has got the chance to go again. Throws it straight to Naimere, not much of a contest there. Ball popped immediately to the back line and crashed up with Bundiaki. 10 metre line. Bristol half of the field, Connacht on the front foot. David Hawkshaw delays the pass and gets it back and goes with another offload. And Connacht are chasing it with Andrew Smith. And one more pass by Shane Bolton. And that's about as good a try as you're going to see. Wonderful stuff for Connacht. Sustained pressure for Connacht after Bristol turned over the ball on their own line out. Connacht went through five, six phasers. And Jack Angel got in under the post. They lead by 12 points to nil. Okay, Danny, it's uh, 21 minutes gone. Connacht are leading 12 nil. Bristol are down to... 13 at the moment because they've had a red card and now a yellow card and the big cheer is because Finley's back on the bench back after, after uh, being stood on by their number 4 so it's, uh, it's, it's all happening yeah, it's been a mad 20 minutes both, both teams going at each other but uh, Bristol on the wrong side of the ref completely uh, 7 penalties to 1 and uh, Connacht just controlling this game now they, yeah. they, they know what they need to do with the job wise and they're, uh, they're throwing the ball around and they look good yeah, they're playing great rugby. Great tries from uh, Jack Ainger, his sixth try off the bench. All six tries he scored for Connacht off the bench. And Shane Bolton with an absolute cracker from with a great backs move. And um, yeah, we'll talk again at halftime. A penalty to Connacht and a free play. Blade goes for the try. Blade scores the try. 33 minutes on the clock and Connacht have a third try. Okay, Danny, it's halftime. Connacht leads 17 points to three. It's kind of hard work for them, but they will have a big win with them in the second half. Yeah, and like to be honest, Connacht have tried to run everything. They, they really don't look like they're trying to kick. Yeah. Um, I think it's going to be pretty much the same thing again in the second no, half, because I, I they're winning the contacts. They are, but they need to get possession in our territory. They've been a lot of possession, but they're playing against a big, strong win. So you couldn't kick, but yeah. I guess the thing would be is that it's tiring out Bristol. I don't know how many times they've been caught offside or men on the wrong side of the ball. Like it's that that causes dog legs. It's it's causing them a lot of problems. It's just a case of, I guess, as you say, playing in the right areas. Maybe they get that extra try. Yeah, I suppose the only downer on that, that half is that although Finley did come back, which is great, JJ's gone off. It looks like a bad either ankle or knee injury. It looked like a clash of knees, but I'd have to see it again. Look, they've they've got into our 22 five times. They've scored one penalty. 
our defence and our 22 has been very, very strong. Oh, Hawkshaw's tackle near the end there was incredible. His double tackle. Double, double tackle, tackle, yeah. Double tackle. Superb. Just the, the, the work rate in defence is superb. Yeah. It, like, I felt... I didn't hear any of my thoughts on last week, but I felt like our defence last week was... They were, they were working hard for each other. It just got caught out every now and then. Yeah. It just doesn't uh, seem uh, to be happening this week. I think we have slightly better quality players on the field, it has been said, and that, that's what the difference is. I think the systems are really good. Just having slightly better players on the field is making a difference. So, and, yeah. Uh, Smith is having his best game. Yes, Andrew Smith's having a cracker. I think he's won three turnovers so far and, and gave a beautiful offload for the first try of the match. So, we'll talk again on 60 Minutes, but hopefully the news that Connacht have a bonus point and are keeping Bristol scoreless, which they should do considering they're playing against 14 men. Or trialless, sorry, trialless indeed. Connacht are driving forward, it pops up, they can't do anything but just play it. Cardi comes out, Aki's the decoy, the scoop pass out to the wing, and Andrew Smith's going to score this time! No one's taking that one away from him! Connacht have the bonus point wrapped up just five minutes into the second half. Okay, Danny, it's actually 66 minutes now. We've almost forgot 60 minutes. Glad you remembered it. Connacht have the bonus point. It's 24-3. It has started to rain. Connacht have gone off the boil, and it's been all Bristol for the last 15 minutes or so. Yeah, Connacht giving away a, a couple of silly penalties, and uh, Br- Bristol have uh, gotten their second win. A few uh, subs have come on. Made a massive yeah, difference for them. Yeah, Line-out happening as uh, a player has been asked to come off for HIA. So. And who? Budget Baxter? Okay. okay, we'll uh, we'll have to go again. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, folks, we'll uh, we'll talk to you again at full time. Okay, Danny, full time. Connor twenty-seven, Bristol ten. Not eight, sloppy. Ten. You get a automatic seven points for a penalty try at the end of the game, but. Um, Pretty dour last 20, 25 minutes of the game, really. Not much for Connacht to do because they had the bonus point and they weren't able to do anything else against 14 men and got on the wrong side of the referee. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to lie, I kind of feel a bit annoyed. Like, I had them under the pump, you know, kind of got it a, a drummed in the last three games. We had a chance to do that to Bristol and we didn't do it. Yeah. It, it, that annoys the crap out of me now, just... Like, we had the chance of doing something like that. Look, we, we won, we did everything that we needed to, but it's just a case of not having that ruthless edge. Yeah, yeah, it's something that's... Um, maybe we learn, look, we came out to do something right and we've done it. And yeah, oh, no, no, it's, it's brilliant. Sorry, it's just... Admittedly against 14 men for the most of the game, but it was a, a valid yellow or red card. Possibly, possibly not, I don't know. Kicking someone in the head... He, probably, he might have been able to avoid it, I don't know. I think he was getting kicked in the head himself by his own player at the same time. So I think it's a reactionary thing, but it's a red card. You don't put your foot down on someone's head, simple as. Yeah, exactly, exactly. He knew the player was there, so, you know, these guys are professionals. They know what they're at. But it sort of spoiled the game as a competition from one say, point of view because it was only a matter of time for Connacht, which they did, and they did it very efficiently because I think they had to try on 50 minutes. But that last half an hour was... A bit, yeah, and but it did start to rain, which didn't help. No, it didn't. But uh, Connacht, the, the the change of ref at halftime didn't help Connacht. We no, certainly did all. not get on with that ref in the second half. Um, yeah. So what? We had, what was the penalty count in the second half? In the first half, it was four four penalties to eight. In the second half, nine to six. Yeah. You know, it, it fairly evened out in the second half, and that's including the penalty try at the end there. Yeah. Okay. Well, we've got the win. We got the bonus point. 
for in at least the last 16 of the Challenge Cup. Depends on what happens with Saracens and Leon, but I can't see that going the way we want it. Um, so, yeah, we'll be playing the team between 5th and ninth. By the time people hear this, we probably know who Connacht are going to be playing. Um, so what we'll do is we'll stop here now before the teams come in and go straight to the post-match press conference. Connacht have got the job done this evening. They have, and uh, done a good job. Played well, didn't they? They did, they did. I mean, it's... Um, you know, we knew that you got to be at your best when you come here. And, uh, you know, we stressed that. The boys knew that, you know, like... Um, hard place to hard place to win, um, and uh, um, uh, but make it even harder if you don't play your best. And, and you know we, we coughed up way too much ball. We had opportunity to get in, turn that one over um, right across the board. So we kind of put us under pressure. So um, a huge congratulations to uh, to Connacht. They kept the pressure on you. Um, I'm just interested the. Didn't seem to make use of what was. A, it seemed a very strong win, but was it actually a harder win to play with and play against? Yeah, it's not the normal one. Normally, it comes down to this side, but it's coming slowly and it's going this way. Um, but again, um, when you're making use of the winners, it's taking opportunities, and uh, we couldn't we couldn't string phrases together because right across the ball we're turning ball or giving away penalties. Um, you know, we had a breakout, got down here, went down here, scored. And at 17-3, even at half time, we talked about we've got to get back into this. Start off, kick off, go, turn over. And then we spent the meeting. We were on 13, 14 men in the South Korea team. And then we um, they scored 24-3, which is, you know, and then now, now we're chasing it. Um, so um, we just weren't at our best, simple as that. And uh, a lot of credit goes to Connacht for that. Were you surprised by anything Connacht did? Were you... No. No, I think uh, I was just more disappointed the way that we uh, we're all disappointed, and um, you know uh, you give Connacht opportunities, you don't take your opportunities at the sports ground. You'll, you'll pay the price. So I probably know that more than anyone. Else. And Connacht, may, I suppose some of the mistakes were coming from Connacht pressure. The the, the, yeah. the the defense line was pretty pretty high and pretty hard from Connacht. Yeah, no, it was it was very good. You know the boys were up for it, and, and we knew they would be. There was a lot to play for. Um, and uh, you know, going into the wind, you know, they wanted to toss, chose to go into which I knew they'll, they'll play a lot. So I think we were down to about 30, 40 percent position. Um, they were keeping the ball, and um, but uh, when we got the ball, uh, every opportunity we had, you know, we we coughed ball up. So um, again, it's uh, it's a good night for the West of Ireland. And the red card was yeah, I mean, key. I, it's, I understand why, but it, it was complete uh, accident. Uh, I just saw Finley, um, and uh, after the game, and you know, thankfully he's all good. And as you said, he probably lost his modelling career now. They've got their scar down their face, um, but uh, you know, it was 100% an accident, and um, I'm just glad Finley's good. But it must have knocked you off your stride a bit. It's well, tough when it when it happens <laughs> at that stage. It, it makes yeah. it hard. Well, it does, but you know, that's still what it means is that you've got to be even more accurate, and uh, we weren't, and um, you know, and. Uh, we came off second best while in Chile today. Final question for me. Uh, did you know much about Andrew Smith before it started? He's come from sevens here. I mean, that was some performance. Yeah, I mean, I, I keep an eye on Connacht, obviously, uh, followed all the time. So, yeah, I saw, um, you know, where a lot of people maybe in other places don't know. I, I know all those boys coming through because uh, uh, I'm a big fan. And um, so, yeah, we knew how good he was. And um, and, and other players, uh, you know, even... I thought Ken Prendergast was, was very good tonight too, you know, very unlucky. I said to him, you know, just keep going because he's, 
it's all he can do. Like he's unlucky not to be in that squad. But um, maybe there's, there's some. Um, there's only about seven, I think, left from when I was here. Uh, but there's a lot of good talent, and even even Joe Joyce. Uh, yes, yeah. Well, Joe Joyce was telling me that you know, he was just shocked because he you know, he wouldn't have known a lot of the guys, and a lot of people don't. I knew that when I coached there. That a lot of people on the other island don't realise how much good talent is here. And um, but um, you know the place is in good stead, and, and as I said, it's going to be it's exciting. Like even the first time I seen the, the pitch and the lights and the sound system, someone's on that sound system having a good time, uh, and uh, <laughs> and. Uh, but I think the best the best thing about it is what's coming. You know, the stadium, it's exciting. It's, 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 it's good to see. It's going to get to a different level. Pat, good to talk to you. Hope we no see problem. you either in Bristol maybe next season or over here again. Yeah. Be an interesting draw if it happens. Yeah, yeah, all good. Pete, congratulations. Um, that was a bit of an epic for 45 minutes. Got a bit harder then, but Connacht uh, played really well. Good defensive effort and four nice tries. Yeah, I think it, it was probably one of the more complete performances we've had certainly this season. I think um, you know it wasn't perfect in that third quarter. We lost our way a little bit between you know really going for it and um, I suppose trying to put try on try um, or actually just um, I suppose settle the game a bit and, and use the wind at our backs. But I thought we dug our way out of that, which was really pleasing. And although we spent a fair bit of time in that final quarter in our half, um, you know the defence was robust and. and you know, it was robust at the front end, and these saw guys putting their bodies on the line with sort of last-ditch tackles at the back end as well. So, um, really proud of the effort, and uh, I, I thought it was a, a good way to finish the, the pool stages, at least, of, of this campaign with what's come before it. Considering the fact that you were playing into the wind in the first half, were you surprised, maybe, that you, you ran in three tries? That, that maybe looked something more that we'd do in the second half, but... Yeah, look, I think we'd always planned if we won the toss that we were going to play into the wind and there were a few things that went into that. I think, firstly, for us, we're quite comfy doing it and it almost takes away that decision-making and, and and in terms of how you balance the game and, and, and lads are just empowered to really go for it and I, I think it gets our forwards working off the ball, it gets our backs excited about the opportunities we might be able to to uh, create with, with, with sort of multi-phase attacks. So it does suit us anyway. We felt, um, you know, looking at Bristol's season so far, I think, you know, they've, they've got a tremendously strong team in terms of the threats across it. Um, but, but certainly for them, results of, um, or performances have dropped off a little bit at the end of games as well. So we had an awareness around that. So, you know, we're pleased to be playing into it. Uh, I still think three tries was a really good return. Um, and it probably gave us that ability to to keep clear heads in terms of how we manage that second half and um, and, and then see it home from there. Still alive in uh, Europe now in the in the Challenge Cup, so you'll know on Sunday evening who you're playing. It's a long way away in April, but it's good to be involved in two tournaments. It is, and and I think we have to, um, you know, as a team, we, as a club, we're ambitious, and we have to always strive for that. Um, you know, I'll be watching the Saracens game as well, because because obviously if they don't get anything out of that game, you know, it, again, it has an impact on the pool. So um, I'm pleased we're still in Europe. I think. Um, Although we had three losses to start the European campaign this year, um, we were able to build each time, and, and we learned something from it. And uh, some of the time, we learned just to take our medicine because you know we're poor against Bordeaux. I think against Saracens, we learned a lot about our game management, and against Lyon, we learned a lot about the consistency in, in terms of what you need to be competing at Champions Cup level. So I just think across the board that that was a really important. Each one was an important stepping stone, although a bit painful at times. An important stepping stone to, to the performance tonight and, and keeping us in European competition. 
David Hawkshaw came in, uh, he had a very good game defensively and in attack. It's very competitive currently in this squad for spaces. There's There are people waiting in the wings and they don't get the chances maybe as often as they want and yet 14 players missing or unavailable. So, so uh, that, must have, that must be a good place to be when you're now going into the, the, this break. It, it is. It's really important for us, as you said. Four, Fourteen or so missing, and um, you know a large number of those are in the back three. And uh, you know you probably don't want to get picked at fullback for us at the minute because uh, you don't tend to get another go for a while. So um, you know we've had to be a bit creative with that. JJ's obviously played there, and other guys have sort of pinch hit for us. Um, it was brilliant to have two of them back tonight, um, and, and he did a, a super job, I suppose, to get him back ahead of schedule because um, originally in terms of his injury, he wasn't expected to be here. So to get almost sixty minutes out of him was massive. Um, Dave Hawkshaw, as you said, again, somebody who's taken his opportunity in terms of other guys um, not being available. But, um, you know, we love Hawkey to bits. I think he's a player who, who's so wholehearted in everything he does. Uh, his carry is certainly his defensive work. And you saw that with, um, you know, two of those try-saving efforts chasing back. His kick chase, he, he's a real energizer for us. But um, I think as well, it, probably opposition teams underestimate him a little bit. He, he's got terrific feet in close contact which defensively that gets him through the space attacking wise it gets him little soft shoulders so you know what he's done in this first half of the season has proven to us he can play 13 as much as he can play 12 and that makes him really valuable in terms of the, the depth in the squad but, but also offering us value in that match day 23 as well New stadium name tonight did Willie pull you to one side and say I need a result tonight and we need to start <laughs> this on an absolute positive and I you know, I'm holding you responsible and the team you select. Yeah, it was... Um, no, it's, look, we were all made really aware of, of how important today was, I think, um, you know, in terms of the, the announcement and the excitement around that, in, in terms of, you know, we talk about fresh chapters at the club, but again, this is another really important building block in that. Um, and, uh, you know, we knew we'd have a, a terrific crowd here supporting us, and um, for the occasion it was, uh, you know, I think it was appropriate we not just capped it with a win but, but with a, a really sound performance as well so um, Willie, yeah Willie was pretty happy going off on holidays now do you get a, you've got a, you get a bit of sunshine and then back to back to the the grind yeah we'll, we'll give the guys a week off players and, and staff and uh, you know 13 games in a row it's, um, it's well deserved and uh, I, I think really important as well because if we look at what lies in store for us in the second half of um, second half of the season obviously you know, URC, we've got some some really important games and momentum to to really build upon there, I think. And, um, you know, to have European competition bubbling away as well, it's really exciting. So it's important the boys recharge, important the coaches recharge. Um, but uh, I think already there's a lot of excitement about what's coming in the, in the second half of the year. Andrew, congratulations. Uh, man of the match performance. I'm very pleased to say that I said at halftime on radio that you were going to win the match because I thought you were having a good first half. Um, tell us about these jackals at the breakdown and stuff. It's uh, you don't expect wingers to be popping into that sort of physicality. Um, yeah, it's something I kind of uh, always found a bit of a point of difference from. Um, uh, put a good bit of time into it. Um, so yeah, just happy to kind of see a few um, few results of all the you know that kind of hard work that you put into it. One try, beautifully taken. One try that might have been a try. It, uh, it took a lot of decision making. I'm not entirely sure they got it right. I can say that maybe, but um, that, that that put the icing on the cake, didn't it? Um, yeah, it just shows kind of the the quality of our attack. I, I suppose um, you know we had three 
three scrum scrum strikes and um, you know almost three try scoring opportunities out of all of them. So um, I think it just shows the the hard work that we put in on the training field and to get those opportunities is really good. So um, yeah, delighted with it. When you get that close to the line and you've got a you've got the touch line, you've got the corner flag, you've got the try line. Is that just instinct that you go, I do this, or are you actually thinking it through, like frame by frame? Because it, you're operating in very short space with players coming at you from all sides. Again, I think it's something you kind of have to think about as wingers. You put a bit of time into it as well. Um, you know, I don't think it just happens. Um, so, so yeah, um, I suppose it is a bit of instinct as well. But yeah, it's definitely something that I've, I've worked on previously, um, and then it just kind of becomes part of your game. So. Um, yeah. And how are you enjoying it here? Yeah, loving it so far. Yeah. yeah and really tonight good. tonight you've seen this ground when it's packed and hopping and there's more to come. Um yeah, kinda of just tops it off, you know, it's been a long block and to finish it off with a massive win just um it's really, really pleasing. So um excited to be part of the squad and it's been really, really enjoyable so far. We're standing outside the clan stand now. <laughs> yeah, you too. I am, sort of. And we're getting abuse now. We're standing outside the clan stand. No, it's I'm too windy. It's too windy in the clan stand to, because it's all the VIPs upstairs. We can't do it in the in the, the normal location. We would do our post-match broadcast. Lindley and Danny are finishing off a report up there. I'm not sure what William is doing, but I've got Dave Finn here. That was a tough night there for you, making sure you didn't mention the sports ground at all. I'm sorry, I have no idea what you're talking about. What is this sports ground? No, I was bricking it. I'm not going to lie. I was convinced that at some point I would say something really stupid. I had <laughs> I had loads of things going on in my head. I had a pool. There was a clan pool on how many times I would say the word sports ground. I'm delighted to say I didn't say it. I said it zero times, and uh, James Heath said it once. So uh, yeah, uh, I bet the spread, to put it mildly. <laughs> Standing in the rain outside because um, it's too windy in the clan stand. The way the clan is going, I need to keep some sort of control of this this mic. Um, I didn't get to listen to the to the, to the commentary, so um, you're happy with that, I take it? Yeah, very happy. Good performance. Uh, I thought they'd do it, and they put a lot of pressure on Bristol, and Bristol didn't handle it as Pat, Pat Lamb said. They couldn't cope with the pressure, and their heads dropped a little bit, and kind of kept going. Um, a little bit frustrated, maybe. It got a bit scrappy after 45 minutes when they got the fourth try. Yeah. A little bit of player ma- our game management got a little bit out of hand, but they got it done. They just kept working at it. And I uh, just had a quick word with the Taoiseach there who said that he uh, uh, thoroughly enjoyed his first visit to the Terrace. And he did well. He landed in Dublin around 5 o'clock and he was here at 7.30. Yes, I assume there was a helicopter involved there. I hope he wasn't in the car. He was in the car. OK, we'll bring in Lindley. Lindley, we're not going to last long here because it's raining and it's cold and it's wet. Um, we can't go in the clan because it's too windy. Um, your quick thoughts on what was a good win. See, that's it. we got Blady. big God, this big mark. Exactly, exactly. Your, your thoughts on that much-needed win and much-needed bonus. Absolutely, the perfect way to end, basically, the pool fixtures in the in this Champions Cup. If you hadn't won, basically, that was... It's going to be a very sad season for Connacht, despite yeah. the fact that improvements have been made year on year on year. Yeah. So it is a at least there is now an opportunity to say actually we've beaten a Bears team that was full of star players, internationals, all that sort of thing. It was done at home in front of a great audience. It was done on a night, obviously, which is 
that's very significant for Connor Rugby, given the fact that the stadium is, is now a stadium. It's no longer a sports ground. No. It's, it Dexcom, is a, it Dexcom is a Dexcom stadium. stadium. And so all in all, it was, it was, it was like, it was like the perfect, the perfect result, wasn't it, for the occasion that was in it. And given the fact that it was Pat Lamb coming back yes. and Kieran Mami and, um, so it was in that sense, it was, it was a great, it was a great result. And, and not just that, it was actually a good performance. Was. Were you still upset, Alan, that you lost your place? No, because I, I managed to make my place available to myself by strategically moving a couple of pieces of rope and whatever, and I stood where I've always stood, in the sports ground. And there was still plenty of room for all the VIPs, who did try to talk to us a couple of times, because it was in our left ear was the normal plan stand, which was kind of loud and shouting and roaring. And in my right ear, it wasn't quite so noisy. Quite a bit more refined, perhaps? That's one way of putting it, William. That's one way of putting it. Well, actually, uh, one of the guys said, yeah, they're not sure what to shout. And I said, well, just tell them to shout offside every now and again and come on, Ralph, and I think you'll be OK. <laughs> so what they did, the one thing I did notice, they did enjoy when we scored a try and, and uh, the disco music came on and a few of them started to move and shake their bodies. So I thought, OK, there you go. It's all about that's Dave's fault. That's Dave. There's the Mr. Taoiseach leaving the, the sports ground now as, as we uh, finish our podcast. Is Danny not going to get to say anything? Okay, Danny, I'll leave you. I think you're more important than Taoiseach on this one. Your final thoughts on the game. <laughs> Look, got the job done. But it's, it's keeping... Stepping there, cheering and nearly knocked you over. <laughs> keeping, us, uh, keeping our season alive. It does, it does keep the season alive. And um, I think we're going to finish it there because it's now getting very wet. Happy, oh, go on, Dave. Happy birthday, Emma. I hope you enjoyed the shout-out. Yes, I wonder if that we did manage to record her reaction to because she doesn't go by McNamara. And she went, I've never been known as McNamara. I said, Emma, I just know you as Emma, and that's Emmett, and that's Munch, and that's Pete. I don't do the second names. <laughs> so I, I, hope, I, ho- I hope you had a good birthday, Emma. OK, I definitely need some time off to get my throat back and sorted. Cut it loose Break out Or nothing changes Sad and confused Don't wait Until